0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 5, Chapter 59. Philip appears to one in peril on the sea. In the same year, there were two of his disciples, an Italian and a Frenchman. The Frenchman was called Louis, but I forget the name of the Italian, who was chamberlain to Cardinal Guido Ascanio of Santa Fiora. Only Louis is still alive, and he is 80 years old or even over. One day, Philip took the opportunity to speak about them. During the period of discourses, when there were many people present, The Italian, he said, would regret the enterprise he had begun and return to Egypt, although he appeared to be much better than the Frenchman, being a man deeply devoted to prayer and mortification and demonstrating his piety openly. But Louis will be more fortunate in retaining the devotion which he has begun to practice. A few days later, The Italian was driven by the devil to request Philip's permission to travel to Naples, although he had no good reason to do so. In fact, he intended to leave Rome in order to join in the war. The Holy Father, on hearing this, suspected what was afoot, for he knew well how the devil deceives us and refused his permission so as not to bring the salvation of his son into danger. But he was unable to persuade him not to return or induce him to change his mind in any way. And so failing in these attempts, Philip resorted to threats, warning him that he would either be drowned or be captured by the Turks. The prediction of the Holy Father was not false, as the event showed. The Italian would not change his mind, but left the city and was traveling by sea when he realized he had fallen into the power of the Turks. He was terrified at seeing such a large force of pirate cutters advancing on him. And he was on the point of being taken by the barbarians who were superior to our crew, both in numbers and strength. Being paralyzed with fear and destitute of hope, he jumped into the sea to avoid capture by the Turks. He found himself caught up in rapid currents and was unable to swim any longer till he was on the point of certain death as the waters whirled round him. Then he remembered what the Holy Father had said and called out to him as best he could, though half drowned. Now here is a wonder. Philip was in Rome at the time, but at once was present to his son in peril on the sea. He held his right hand out, and although the sea was gaping, and the man sinking fast into the center of the whirlpool, he held him up and lifted him out. Then across a great expanse of sea, he brought him unharmed to land and set him down on the dry ground. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This is one of the most fantastic and remarkable and to some minds unbelievable story in the life of Saint Philip Neri. According to these witnesses and according to the man to whom this happened, who swore testimony, he was saved by Saint Philip in the middle of the sea off the coast of Naples, like Elijah coming and appearing at the transfiguration to jesus or like moses or like the prophet daniel being picked up by his hair and carried in spirit back to jerusalem to see what was happening or something similar happened to habakkuk in the bible there are cases in the bible where people seem to appear in two places at once and this phenomenon is called bilocation And there are pilots, there's a pilot who testified in the Second World War that a priest in a Franciscan habit appeared in front of his plane as he was flying and redirected him and he avoided catastrophe, he found out later on. We know in other lives of the saints that they have this ability to be, it seems, in two places at once. And this is the kind of thing that's being attributed to St. Philip. That he's in Rome and yet he's able somehow to save this man from the sea by grabbing him and pulling him out of the water. Of course, it reminds us a little bit of the story of Jonah, who fleeing from God, not wanting to do what God wanted him to do. He was running away from Nineveh. He throws he's thrown into the sea and he's saved not by the hair, but by a, a whale. So it's not totally strange to the Christian worldview and the Christian imagination that this could happen. But what is it that we should take from this? Well, one of the things we should take from this is that St. Philip Neri felt great love for this man. Even though the man was doing what Philip told him not to do, even though he disobeyed him, St. Philip did not give up on him. He did not give up on him. And so let us ask for the grace tonight to love someone else with supernatural love, and to ask for the grace not to give up on that person. As long as someone is alive, they have a chance to change. Except for the grace of God, there go I as Saint Philip used to say when you see a murderer going, and he really meant it. So let us ask the Lord to change our hearts, to make us less judgmental towards someone, And even if they're doing what we know is wrong, let us ask for the grace not to give up on them, but to do our best to love them and to serve them and to help them in any way we can. And if we ourselves feel like we want to give up, if we feel like we're a hopeless case, then tonight before you go to bed, ask St. Philip to make you his spiritual son, his spiritual daughter. Ask St. Philip right now, not to give up on you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.